Welcome to VA Chats. I'm Rachel Koontz. And I'm Kevin Koontz, the host. The and host. Next to the hosting. coolest hostess. Kevin's a little raspy today just because. That's why it's rainy and fall. That's why. Well, and yeah, I've just been yelling all day. That's all <laughs> I've been doing, yelling. Yeah. You yell for a living. I do. <laughs> Not really. He doesn't, but that's funny. Thank you again. We appreciate you guys for listening. We're always so happy to have you. BA Chats ex- exists because we love to share testimonies. Testimonies are so powerful. My goodness. They're like open doors. They're like invitations. They're like, hey, would you like Jesus to be doing beautiful things in your life? The answer is yes. Testimony means do it again, God. So any testimony that you hear on BA Chats, we, with all of our hearts, we want you to know that Jesus adores you too. He's no respecter of persons. Just where he is and when he gets his yeah. way and when he's given permission, things get gorgeous. People get healed. Breakthrough happens. Lives get upgraded. He's just yeah. beautiful. So so BA Chats is, is a big fatty declaration that Jesus is beautiful. He's alive and well and doing mm-hmm. wonderful things. And, and he would love to do them in and with you too. Exactly. And do it again. Do it again. Do it again. I love that. And the second reason why we have BA Chats is that we we recognized in um, our Bethel Atlanta ch- church body that there are so many fantastic people. There is just gold all around us, and we want you guys to know about all of the gold that's around. And so it's we we started this out finding out of uh, learning about a different um, uh, leadership in the church, and and so now we have come to like even. F- I mean, we've just found so many great people, mm-hmm. and so we want you to know about them. We want you to learn about them because five minutes at church when you say hi, you know, and pass each other, you just don't get. All of the story, and there are so many rich stories. So we're so happy to share our culture with you. So yeah, there definitely. You there you go, people. BA chats, boy. Tonight we are very excited to share Super this stoked. guy. <laughs> Super stoked, Roger Sisk. Hi, Roger. What is shaking? <laughs> Baking. I was trying to think of something funny to say, and, and that's what came out. Funny, but I don't that was know. hilarious. Say it again, Roger. It was so I, funny. It I needs thought to be I was saying right. bacon at the end of that, but it may. Rod. People might take that the wrong way. No, you did it. Go ahead. You, it needs to be said twice. Say what? it again, your funny thing. What is shaking? <laughs> Bacon. <laughs> Bacon. How are you doing, man? I'm good. How are you? Uh, we're doing so well. We're just happy that you're here. You guys, Roger is our technical person, our sound guy, our our mics, our headphones. He's the behind the scenes man that has this amazing testimony that we're like, why is Roger behind the scenes again? He needs to be in front of everything. So we invited him to be on BA Chats. Thanks for coming, man. You're welcome. This yeah. is going to be fun. It so. is going to be fun. It is going to be really fun. So um, so tell uh, tell people out there in podcast land a little bit about yourself, like like what what you do here at Bethel Atlanta and um and uh, and maybe like a little bit of your testimony it'd be great to know yeah okay um so here at Bethel Atlanta I'm kind of just one of the I explained to all this the first year school people I was the weird guy running around with the camera for like the first week um <laughs> usually that's usually my typical introduction you know but anyway um yeah so I'm just kind of the one of the tech nerds you could say tech people. <laughs> Around, <laughs> around these parts we call Bethel Atlanta. Roger, um, do you know the first time? Can I tell you the first time that I saw you? Remember meeting you? 
Okay, what was it? It was through Drew Kreiser. Is oh, Drew yeah. the one that, that hired you? What was that story? Did Drew, I know he mentored you, right? Yeah, definitely. That's a really interesting story in the way of um, we, the first thing we ever did together, I grew up being interested in production. I was, um, I had a background of, I did production up at Pastor City Church for about four years. Um, coming off the back end okay. of that, I did a gig with him for um, Grace Midtown. Uh, their House Fires Two album. Oh, the interesting oh, wow. thing about that is that that was the uh, that was one of the first times they ever played "Good Good Father" live. Oh, you're kidding? Ever? Wow. Boy. Because Pat because Pat Barrett written it, written it, and so now kind of my main claim to fame is, oh yeah, like I shot Pat Barrett seeing "Good Good Father" for you, like the first time. You so. shot that with that round where they were on carpet. I shoot that, shot that with Drew Kaiser. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. See, you're that guy. We get him in front. He's done everything. Well, that's the first time I remember meeting you and seeing you, and I have to tell you what my impression was of you. Okay. You want to hear it? Okay, yeah. I do. I'm curious. You had so much favor with Drew, and Drew loved you so well. I remember mm-hmm. thinking, he must be a really special guy. Drew just loves him. And so awesome. my first impression of you was a much-loved person and just a valuable person. You just had favor. I just remember think, seeing you and thinking, boy, he, he has favor. That's a, that's a man with favor. Thank you. I feel that. <laughs> I feel that the feels. So how gives you all uh, the feels. And my feelings or however that song is or whatever. Yeah. There are so many. <laughs> so how long have you been at Bethel? So now I've been at Bethel for I think my best guesstimation is going on almost to the six year mark. Okay. Because okay. um, okay. I've gone through I initially came to Bethel for the school. I went through all three years of the school. And oh, okay. then um, last year and then this school year as well, I've just kind of come back in like a technical support slash video slash how are we how are we approaching media and content and all that fun stuff of for the school, you know, to just to kind of get it out there a little bit more. Of, sure. Um, get it out there a little bit more of, OK, wh- what approach are we taking to content with the, when it comes to the school and specifics, you know, so we're working on a few things this year, uh, which are going to be exciting. Hopefully we'll start rolling out. It's kind of a difficult thing because like we don't have an actual building yet. And so, <laughs> uh, and so a lot of the things that we want to do and a lot of things that I know that I've had conversations with Blake and other people about is we can't really do them until we get into a spot where, okay, we can have a dedicated setup and all that, but Sure. Uh, I won't go into that. Right? Well, but so all the video that we see coming out of Bethel Atlanta is you. Lots of the media, like lo- I, the drone media I'm thinking about from PCB. I love yeah. that one. All a the- lot of it. Um, yeah, it just is dependent, honestly, yeah. where it's coming from. But yeah, a good, a good majority of it has been. I, I've either shot it or I've been involved pretty much in some way. So awesome. Well, you do good. I love all our media. We got good media. <laughs> okay, all things you. Let's get to know you, and then we want to know about you professionally because, man, you've had some amazing things going. Yeah. So tell us just a little bit about your testimony, how you met the Lord. Love to know that. Yeah, so I grew up um, in a Christian household. I was adopted at age one. What? I don't yep. think I knew that. So adopted at age one. Yeah, that's surprisingly, that's not a lot. something a lot of people know about me. That's yeah. awesome. So adopted, um, grew up in a Christian household. Were you here in Absolute. Georgia? Yes. Okay. Here in Georgia. Gotcha. My, I've been in this area my entire life. 
Um, yeah, so did that. Again, grew up in the Christian household. Um, never really knew anything other than getting up and going to church on Sunday mornings <laughs> and all that. And so it's it, it, people can consider it at one of those, quote, boring testimonies. You, you, you know, put those air then, quotes up because that's not even a thing, is it? Yeah. No, no. It's interesting, just as a quick side note, I, the, what changed my mind about that actually is I was listening to someone and they said um, they were having a conversation with God about, oh, well, God, like, why do, why do I have this boring testimony? Why Because they're in the same position I was basically of, like, oh, why, uh, why wasn't I, like, on drugs? Why wasn't I addicted <laughs> to all this stuff? Like, should I, should I have hoped for, should I wish I would have had that story? Yeah. Do I need to go out and drum and, up a killer testimony? Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, exactly. exactly. And God was basically <laughs> like... Working on my testimony. Exactly. And God was basically <laughs> saying like, like, no, you, just because, just because I spared you from all that doesn't mean you don't have a testimony. That's beautiful. And so that kind of really just changed my approach with that. But in, in the way of testimony you could say like my church history is just really interesting in the way of you know grew up in a baptist church which is really interesting raj um, how do i not know this so I grew up grew up in a you me man that's why i love you so much i think grew up in a baptist church it was part of the little kids choir were you oh, in awesome. were you uh let's see we were she, ra's no ra's no what what did the boys do we were the Royal Ambassadors. That's Royal the boys, RAs, and then we were, what was I? I was the girl one. Why am I forgetting this? Did you Knights do this? Were table? you in the RA? <laughs> no, it was not the, Knights of the Round Table. The group I was a part of was called Heart Song. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, wow. you guys yeah, had a was, oh, that's right. You're way City. younger than me. How yeah, old are I'm you? I'm 26 almost. I'll be 27 in December. Okay, they okay. got rid of RAs by the time you were in <laughs> And so, yeah, the group I was part of was called Heart Song, which actually disbanded shortly after I aged out. Uh, but anyway, that's a long story short. But anyway, funny story about that real fast. That I always say that the moment when I decided I didn't want to be an actor was <laughs> <laughs> was I had a little, I got a little part in one of our little productions, um, little choir productions thing. And essentially, my only, I really didn't have any lines, but it was supposed to be like a hospital setting, you know, blah, blah, blah. Not to go into it, but... My role was to basically go up to the counter or the ER setup thing and just basically go like because my my character because my character was that I had gotten my tongue stuck to a flagpole, <laughs> and so I was you you didn't even have so I literally had to, so I literally flagpole. had to come out come to the desk <laughs> with my tongue out and they mic'd me for this. <laughs> And I was, I would just say, that's your claim to fame. That's how exactly. you started. And that, that's where I decided I don't want to be an actor. It was the beginning and the ending of your acting career. Exactly. <laughs> I think, honestly, that's where the whole fascination of behind the scenes and cameras and all, and just kind of knowing a little bit about everything, honestly, began. You're kidding. Um, at that young age. Well, I was always interested in production. At three oh, years wow. old, I was making shows with my Stuffed, on it, stuffed animals. What are you talking yeah. about? So it's something I've always, I've, people that say like, oh, I don't know what I'm passionate about. I don't know what like I want to do. Like I've really never had that problem because wow. it now it has formed and grown a ton and morphed into, okay, this is the area I'm passionate about. What specifically is it? But as terms of a production, I've been passionate about that since I've been 
two, three, very, very young. Well, so wow. now you guys know this is what Roger does now. Do you want to go? Do you want to know anything else about his bring his upbringing, sweetie? When he yep. asked Jesus in his heart. Yeah, I would love s- to know that. Like, okay. when, was that when you were like little? Just yeah, uh, it, to Jesus, yeah, like really was, young. Yeah, when I was little, uh, I would say probably so the cool. main benchmarker for me was at a younger age. I think it was early teens. Okay, I did have that moment where it was uh, the the moment where you sit down, you're like, okay, you know, I'm actually understanding what it actually means to own it for myself and not just okay, this is mom and dad's thing, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, it's really, I can see that being easy for people. Of, sure. Okay, I'm in this routine of going to church on Sundays and blah, and hearing all these, hearing messages and all that. And you it's can, just how we do it. Yeah, and you could easily get into that routine, I think, and not actually realize that you have to take it on personally yourself as well. That's well said, um, Roger. Yeah, and so and so, I had that moment at an early early teenager where I cool. did take that on for myself. Uh, it was a few years later until I got baptized. I think I got baptized maybe 16, 17-ish. Okay. And the reason I waited cool. for that interesting was because I had this really interesting, really intangible, weird fear around it of, I don't know what it was, but it was just this weird, intangible fear of of getting baptized, essentially. Because of the I, water? No, no, I, w- I was a fish. <laughs> it, wasn't, like it wasn't like a physical me a, fear. So no, it wasn't a water thing or okay. anything like that. Okay. It was wow. I was a fish, you know, and so it was. But I don't, I don't know. To this day, I still don't know what it was. Do you think <laughs> is is there a possibility that it was just the the weight of it, the holiness of it? It could have been honestly. It could have been honestly. But it was just one of these things. Like it was to even so far as that I didn't like to watch them. I didn't like to listen to them. I didn't like it was just kind of it was kind of a freaky experience for me just to watch other people get baptized too. Oh, so maybe not holiness, but you don't know why. You just didn't know. Like it. it was it was just and so it was just like this weird thing around it of like I don't want to do that. I have no desire whatsoever. I this weird desire of I have absolutely no desire to do that. And yeah, I don't So you were really, faithful but, to it and yeah. you waited. What made you want to be baptized? I think it was just that the process of okay, it doesn't matter if I'm scared of this thing. It it doesn't matter. Wow! So you because that's because and that's a that can lead into a whole another topic of <laughs> this whole culture of praying for healing and um, all that kind of things of of what what honestly when we're in public or when we're here or there like what. At, what actually holds us back from stepping out and saying you see someone with with a knee brace or you see someone with on a crutch or something this or that yeah, or sure. someone's just like my head even this my head hurts you know or something like that you know it's what stops us from just right there going okay well or even if it's more in a more professional manner going to them later and saying hey can I pray for you or whatever you know like what ultimately stops us from doing that so just asking it's because of fear for, yeah I think. Yeah. yeah, you know, it is. I, that's why I think. Bottom line, it's just fear, you know. And it's just so, something to be overcome. Yeah, it's exactly. New. And it's it not just, a habit yet. Yeah, and it was just one of those things of like, hey, it doesn't. If I'm really gonna own this, it doesn't matter if I'm afraid awesome. of it or not. That's really good. That's awesome. So you know? courage, your courage that's, came exactly. That's and so awesome. that's kind of where that matured. Um, yeah, so that's good. Well, what about your Bassam experience? You finished three years. Yes, I went through the entire school, and I know there's <laughs> a fourth year now, but which there was I may do. But oh, we'll okay, see. Well, we'll that'd see. be cool. How um, was your experience there? 
incredible, honestly. <laughs> I am a humongous believer in the school. <laughs> yeah. Humongous. Um, That's a good word, man. I don't humongous, hear it enough. Humongous. Ginormous. Gihugic. Big That's, fatty daddy gihugic. That's Rachel. Fat, fatty daddy. <laughs> Mongi Gabo. <laughs> Mongi Gabo. A fan. So you enjoyed it. Oh, yes. It was. I tell people that I got anything I wanted slash could imagine and I get it breakthrough in areas I didn't even know I needed. Oh, that's a good there's, word. Uh, there's areas, there's, and there are areas where you go for a specific purpose, but then you get into the environment and you get into that, those situations and that starts bringing up stuff in you that you didn't even know that was there that you have to either work through or you have to be like, oh, well, this is, I didn't even know this was going on in the back of my mind. This needs, wow. to, I need to fix this. Wow. Or not, he needs to fix this, essentially. Not, I need to fix this. <laughs> like, he needs to fix never this. Never mind. There's right. a better yeah. fixer better in the house. Fixer. Exactly. <laughs> For real. Roger, that's awesome. Is there a year that stands out to you as, as more transformational than another, just out of curiosity? Personally, third year was my favorite. Wow. Because that was my busiest year. Okay. I was doing about four different roles at the same time. I was a student. I was a student. Um, doing production tech, running sound. So let's see, back up. I was a student, so doing all this third year student stuff. Um, I was a second year, I was a second year intern. Okay. And then on top of that, I was running sound for the entire school, <laughs> being technical support the, for the entire school because we didn't have anybody else in the school setting that, that could or would. Re- yeah. And so, and then on top of that, I was also doing video stuff as well <laughs> and so it was just it was long days <laughs> long, long nights i bet they were long, long nights not long it days long days <laughs> yeah it was but it was my favorite honestly because it was just being so involved so in, entrenched you know and not out of a spirit of feeling like i needed to be needed or anything but i just i just loved serving in that capacity you like to be productive in the true sense yeah mm-hmm. Good for you. You literally a producer. Awesome. Okay, well, can we fast forward? You feeling it, Coops? Yeah, let's do it. Let's go. Dude, what are you doing, Raj? Yeah. Oh, dear. Where do you want me to start? Uh, Well, okay. (laughs) Maybe we shouldn't just throw him in. But your your passion now is production. What does that mean? Production. That is interesting. I feel like I've always described it as using media as a way to bring glory and honor to his name. Ooh, that's, that's the way good. I've always kind of phrased it. But in the last, say, year, I feel like he's really kind of defined it even further for me in the way of, okay, how are we using media in a, cult- in a cultural, love- relevant sense to open up conversations about difficult things that are going on in our culture that lots of times we don't have a place slash we don't want to talk about in a church <laughs> sense or yeah. yeah, mainly just in a church sense, you know, that where we can relate to the general world where it doesn't come off cheesy or preachy or anything like that. Okay. Fill that out. Keep talking about that. Yeah. So essentially, uh, and this can flow right into the next thing that we're going to talk about uh, with the short film, my first short film pretty much ever. What? We're I in did. a room with a man that's made a film, Kevin Koontz. Sweet. Yeah. Woo! Call it, we call it Scars. It's me and two of my other um, good friends of mine that we produced it. It's essentially about self-harm and cutting. 
Oh, I didn't know that's what it was about. Yeah. So, so this is this a for instance of things that are hard to talk about yeah. in a church and so setting. For example, like nice. self-harm, value, self-worth. We talk about that a lot in the school identity. Right. Those are things we talk about in the school, but how we what is the practical application of that? What is the practical application of, okay, why is he why is he in this situation, especially in the story since we painted him as the popular guy who has it all? He has the girl, he has the he has everything, you know that he could want essentially. Um, but it's, he's still depressed. He's still cutting himself. Wow. wow. He's still in that area. of Okay. And the way we went about it is, is because he's hearing lies and he's, he's hearing, he's listening to the wrong voice. Wow. He's listening to the, and it kind of slowly morphs into, okay, it goes from, his voice of you're stupid, you're not valuable, your your girlfriend doesn't even love you, you're you're fake. If everyone knew who you who you really were, they wouldn't love you. No one actually loves you. Like, mm. and then the prat all the practical elements on top of that of you're never going to get into a good school. Blah blah blah. All those things that are on people's minds. That his age in the story. As we go along with the story, it slowly morphs into his own voice, signifying that. Okay, beforehand, you hear all these other people's voices because the devil can talk to you in other people's voices easily. Sure. He, he can he can use other people's voices whether they're in your life or not in your life. It's not one as much as we want to dramatize it and all that of there's this guy in your head, there's this there's this there's guy in your head. There's a devil sitting on your you know, shoulder. Going, right. yeah, leave. You know, <laughs> you're innocent. Right. No, like, oh, not do those, the right thing. Um, you know, do the right thing. Around me. No, you are dying. It's no. only in Carmen it's songs does it sound <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's it's a Carmen thing, really. Yeah, it's, it's which a, I love that song. I'm not him, being negative, but, but still, yeah, it's basically but, in that yeah, song. He's, most likely, he's not. You're not going to hear a voice in your right. head that's going. You're know, like you're invaluable. You know, it's yeah. it's it's going to be either a voice of someone, a regular person, or someone even in your life that holds value to you or such. You know, and it slowly. That just goes from those you, people's voice. Yeah, and scares goes from, you, presents negativity yeah, in a hundred different ways. Yeah. And it goes from their voice slowly morphs into his. Wow. Into okay, to signify okay, this is him now starting to buy into these lies. This is him starting to believe all this stuff Whoa. that he's hearing, and so he's actually telling himself this stuff now. So scars presents a story, and that all of our process of it's presented to you. And then will you or will you not believe it? And he believes it. Exactly. Because there's a choice Whoa. involved with anything. Yeah, Everything there is totally a choice. Is. Everything. Wow. What inspired Scars? Yeah. Great question. Um, my co-producer, Trinity Dobbs, she's really awesome. She's a AMTC grad, um, actress, model, and talent for Christ, if you've ever heard of that. Mm -hmm. yep. um, yeah. So she, she went through that. Um, never before, honestly, I feel like, have I met someone that has... Pretty much when it comes to content, the exact same heart. This is what I want to do regarding the content. Um, this is what I want to do regarding the media-wise. Same heart um, as you? Yeah. Oh, Roger, and that's so, valuable. And so it's crazy that it's m me, her, and then one other girl, um, Rachel Reagan, that she's also a TC grad as well. Um, wow. And so it's the three of us that kind of just come out with the stuff of like, okay, like, what do you want? What do we want to do? What do we want to highlight? I mean, and she actually had this idea, I want to say five, six years ago. Okay. Several years ago, she had this idea of, okay, I want to do this story. 
Um, but then the opportunity present, presented itself of, okay, well, here, we heard about this competition. And it's like, okay, it has a three-minute time limit on it. So let's – she's like, you want to do this project? And I was like, yes, let's do that project. I didn't wow. even think – it just instantly like, okay, let's, let's do that project. And so we just got together, wrote it out. I think I wrote a first draft. She, she wrote a second draft. We kind of just worked together on it. Wow. Um, yeah, and then how long did it take you to do that? To bang out the well, to what? write the script. I won't say bang. Um, <laughs> to write the script, mm-hmm. I think it was maybe it was maybe all down and paper within a week, and then <gasps> it probably took. We we f- it took us a little bit more to finesse it. I think we, I think the whole pre production process took about for the initial script probably two two and a half weeks because we are very we were very pressed for time. Wow. It was a type of situation where like hey we just found out about this contest. The deadline's at the end of the month. Oh, this talk is in to Jan- us about this a is contest. In July. What contest? It was called My Road My Road Reel. It's the largest national um, short film competition. In the United States, I found out. Did you wow. guys enter Scars? And we actually we entered it. Yeah, we didn't win anything, which is I was. Which is it's, okay. It's, it's, it's it, that's not what it's about. Sure. You know, and, and yeah, it would be nice, but that's not what it's about. You know. Sure. Um, and so it was it was a very quick thing of okay, this was in July. We found out about it at the very tail end uh, of the previous month, and it was just like, hey, the deadline's at the end of July, and so like, okay, well we we got to really go at this thing like crazy, and so Whoa. we just kind of did that, made it happen. We had. Some just incredible God moments of okay, well, for example, how are we how are we getting this? Who's gonna act in it? You know, who is um, one of our big hurdles was okay, like we're dealing with the issue of self harm. We're dealing with the issue of cutting and all that. You know, the last thing we want to be is cheesy or it, it looking fake. Um, and I think it was maybe a few days before we were gonna shoot. And we still didn't. We still hadn't figured out. Okay, how are we actually gonna do the scars on his arm? Um, and there's some other things that play in that I won't reveal because you gotta watch. You have to watch the short. By the way, can you tell us his name? The actor. Uh huh. Yes, Joseph. I think it's Plushenko or Pushenko. Joseph Pushenko. You're yep. kidding he's me. Our, he's our lead. Oh, he that comes to Bethel too. He's a, he's a great guy. guy. He was a first year, yep. first year yep. student. That's I where I met him actually. Are you in serious? School. Was that your first year? I don't believe so. No, he came through. I was in second or third year. I don't remember which year it was. He's a special but, guy. His family, oh, yeah. they're special, sweet people. They're awesome. Oh, wow. These are the Pashenkos. Yeah. I'm drawing a blank. That have moved to Peachtree City now. The girls are yeah. in high school or oh, one of the, oh, the youngest oh. daughters. His, his, sister's in, his sister's in um, Bassam this year. Mm-hmm. Yes, his yeah. middle sister. Yeah. And then his little sister goes to high school with the girls. Yeah. Oh, so, Joseph. So he's our, I didn't realize he What's his name in the film? <laughs> I'm blanking out. This is so weird. Why is it, am I no, forgetting? It is the way. Uh, I have forgotten my own name when people have asked me. I've been like, need, oh, uh, need details what? like it's, it's that. It's so, so weird because I've watched, I've <laughs> set, spent so many hours editing this. <laughs> and sitting in the front of editing this. And, and you've heard it eight reason, million times. I've heard and mi- you wrote and the I script. Can't, and I can't remember Roger, it. Roger, you picked the name. I know, right? <laughs> Uh, I think That's we co-pit okay. co- the name. Sure, but it was, sure. um, no, there but it was no shame, man. I'm telling you, I literally have forgotten. I've been like, what is my name again? 
That's going to bother me for this tonight. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's, that, okay, well, so Joseph is the lead. Yep. Great. Yep, and yep, and so. in the film was entered into this film contest. Yep. It's Was that a great process? Did you enjoy that? Yeah, it was okay. really cool. It was just like, a again, it was a really fast thing of, okay, it can only be three minutes. We have, essentially. We shot all of it in one day. It was essentially a, okay, now I have two weeks to enter it, get it to Whoa. a final cut. Two weeks from shooting it, pretty much, to a final cut and send it in, essentially. Roger. Wow. So you send this in now. Do you go to, like, a festival and everybody, like, watches them? No, it's it's purely online. It's purely wow. online, and then they announce winners. Yeah, they'll they'll just the I think they're maybe I think it was a week later or such they just kind of said okay here's the winners and the different categories and wow. got it. So did do you did you get exposure from any other people that were out there that were like wow this like that drew interest like wow mm-hmm. this is really cool. I haven't heard anything from anybody personally, uh, but then again you know hey it may have it's it online. went before a national audience yeah. right. so. So do you feel like after you guys finished it, do you feel like you really set out what you were accomplished to to do? Like, do you feel like, hey, this is what we really hit the mark? Yeah, I mean, of course, with a three minute time time um, time limit, you know what? (laughs) There were a lot of things that okay, well, I wish we could change this. I wish it. The whole thing honestly felt really rushed to me, um, just because we had that time limit. Sure. And so what we've been what we've gone back and done now is we've. I almost deconstructed the entire short film and basically pieced it back together. And Whoa. now it's about seven minutes. Wow. So we shot enough content for that because we knew we were going to do a longer cut. Okay, go back. I derailed you. I'm so sorry about so, that. Yeah. How did you get, how did you find Joseph? Was that a miracle? Was so, that a God yeah, moment? The, the way that that happened was he had actually um, been a lot involved a little bit in the behind the scenes stuff with some just test stuff we had done in the past. Um, some little shooting, some little shoot days sure. that we'd done in the past um, and playing around with some stuff. And he had been doing some behind-the-scenes stuff first. I think it was sound he was helping us out with. Um, you know, just, hey, hold this ball, you know. Sure, um, sure. Not to the great his position or anything, but because, no. Hey, it's well, important. Well, the, the, the goal was I – oh, we won't go there. <laughs> I work with him. I work with him now, and we do broadcast systems integration, which is very technical. And so that's why I'm throwing that at him because sure. – He's literally spent the last three days soldering soldering XLRs in Philip Serena. Oh, so wow. that's why wow. I'm throwing it at him. But sure. <laughs> anyway, so long story short, uh, I basically just sent him a text of like, "Hey, what do you like? Would you be interested in doing this?" And he basically shot back immediately, like, "Yes, like I have a heart for this." His, his first year experience when Lacey Thompson came and was speaking. Do you remember this? Mm-hmm. If you weren't in first year with him, you might not have been in the room. I probably wasn't. She called him out in a room full of people and said, "You are called to the entertainment industry." And then continued. She prophesied over him just all of this. What? Yeah. That's awesome. Oh I didn't know gosh. that. He's it never was shared beautiful. this with me. She called him out of a crowd and said, I see blah, 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 and it's in the entertainment industry, and the Lord is going to open doors, and it was beautiful. That's awesome. I know. So that was, what, four years ago? Yeah. I know he's done some pretty legit extra stuff nowadays um, on some pretty, pretty... Like high profile. Pretty too. high profile, wow. like Marvel jobs, that kind of stuff. Wow. I won't, say, I won't say any more of that just in case he's not allowed to say anything. But <laughs> with NDAs and all that fun stuff. I just, I but, think, he but he could be probably, super so. famous. That's what you're about Who to knows? say. Who knows? I don't know. You know? But yeah, so. Okay, so Joseph was a God moment. So yeah, that was a, definitely a God moment. Um, and he actually had a connection with a girl 
that he had been on set with a few times doing this extra gigging, gigging um, that was just like, yeah, I'd love to do this as well. And so, and it still blows me away the chemistry they have on wow. screen. So she ended up it's, being in the film as well. She was, she was the, the second lead. Yeah. She played okay. the girlfriend. Okay. Um, and it was, it, it, it still blows my mind. I remember sitting behind the camera while they're doing this scene our main scene. And I was like, this is so believable. They were great. I was like, wow. this is this, this, I was like, I, I told Trinity, I was like, this is so believable. Which that, is this great. This blows my mind. Like, cause you, you had the heart to not be cheesy. You wanted yeah. it to be believable. And, I was like, and so going back to what I was saying about the scarring, you know, the last thing you want to do in that with such a sensitive thing is make it look cheesy or fake, you know? Um, and it was, a and we had, we actually, Trinity posted something on Facebook. It was just essentially like, Hey, like we're looking for FPFX makeup artist for this that can do scarring. Um, it's unpaid, but if you're available on this day, shoot me a message, you know, and the shot, the chances of, that working are very, right. very, <laughs> very, yeah. Yeah. especially hey, when you throw in free. there. Yeah. Especially <laughs> when you think of, Hey, it's unpaid, you know, right. That, right. that's the big yeah. catcher, you know, is <laughs> you don't wear those glasses and suspenders for free dog. And especially for something that's as, <laughs> don't do it. And for, for and something as specific as like a SPFX makeup artist that knows how to do that. Well, really? that's a very, that's a niche almost. What happened? And so essentially, Trina gets this message from this girl um, <laughs> named, I believe it's Ar- Adriana. Okay. Forgive me if I, put, I just butchered your name. Um, but yeah, and she messaged her on Facebook and said, hey, like, um, I, went, I went to school for this. Wow. Um, like, I really, ha- I, really have a, I really have a passion for this. I, don't ha- I really don't have a lot of experience. I'm just getting into the industry. Um, and so it kind of just really worked out well of it. And again, that blew, I was sitting there watching them, um, put, put it on his arm and I was just like, that looks so real. Wow. I was like, that's, I cannot, I can't tell. It had to be pleasing. And actually just recently I saw on a show where, um, a girl was cutting and they showed the shot of her arm and it looked almost identical. Whoa. Wow! And this was like a high, like high end, like wow. I think it was Hulu. I was wow. like, whoa! So it was just great. And I was just so, just so many incredible things behind it. Of just like, you know, this, this is, this is working. You know, this Lord. is, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Wow! You know, this is, this is how we're supposed to be making an impact. How did that feel? Incredible, honestly. It's in the, <laughs> and not say that I checked it off my list, but you know, it's. It's another one of those bucket list items, things that I've always wanted to do. You made a film, um, Roger. Yeah. I've done a little few little things in the past as a teenager, but nothing to this scale of, okay, let's actually do this, you know. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Good for you. Well, where can we see Scars? Yeah, so it will, it will be up online shortly. We'll have it up on YouTube and Vimeo. Right now we're um, just kind of jumping through all the other back-end hoops of, okay, like... We're thinking about submitting it to a few other festivals and such. And so just seeing what their requirements are as far as and limitations as far as publishing and that kind of stuff yeah. um, goes. But once we kind of get that nailed down, hopefully within the next week, we'll have that online and we'll, we'll definitely I'll have that 
information somewhere. So well, I don't want to steal your page. thunder, but you got to tell us. Well, you don't have to tell us. Again, if it ruins the film, <laughs> don't tell us. But does he get it worked out? Does he get his yes. breakthrough? Oh, he, good. He, Thank God. The, the, yeah, en- the of the, so spoiler, everybody. The, the <laughs> yeah, ending yeah. of the film is where that um, he's going, he's just about to come himself, and his girlfriend comes in the room and basically says, no, stop. You have, you have purpose. You are. Oh, wow. You, you have, it's an intense moment. Like, you, like, no, stop. You have purpose. You have value. Like, I don't love you because I don't love you because of who people say you are. I love you for who you are, for wow. who you are outside of that. I don't love you because you're po- I don't love you because you're popular or because this or that. You know, I love you because you have value. You have you're a person. You know, yeah, yeah you're, you're a person. Yeah, it's kind of hard to explain it, but it's just like, you know, I feel like we captured that really well. Roger, great, um, good for I feel you like we, guys. Yeah, and, and we kind of actually do a subtle, subtle back reveal. Of she's actually had a, a past that she used to cut before she met oh. him, mm-hmm. and so she's actually able to kind of step into that area of, hey, I used to deal with this, but because of you, I got breakthrough in this area, Whoa. and so now I'm able to turn around. She didn't know this was happening. She didn't know oh, he wow. was struggling with this apparently in the story, and so we're able to. St- She's able to turn around and go, hey, you did this for me. Look, here's the scars. Before This is how I felt before, before I met you. This is what you, this is what you've, this is how you've made me feel. And this is how you've shown me that I have value. So I can turn around and speak out of that place for me and to you. Wow, Roger. That's beautiful. Yeah. What is your highest hope for the film? Are you going there? Yeah, oh yeah. Is fine. The, we we share a brain. We're kind of one flesh, so I'm never surprised. <laughs> hey, it's supposed to, the way it's okay. supposed to be. Yeah. But you ask, because listen to this nice deep voice. This yes, one, you ask. So, bad. what is your highest hope? Highest hope. <laughs> Almost like <laughs> you help us, Obi Wan. Give it. Only hope. So really, no. But what? in all, on, did you just drop a Star Wars line? That was Big Fat Liar just a second I ago, did. and now you're on the Star Wars. He did Star Wars, and I did Star Wars back. You, I, know? you did Star Wars I'm, back. I'm full. <laughs> I'm full in there. It's just so many. Okay, but in all honesty, <laughs> really, what is your highest hope and 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 um, your expectancy for really what you're wanting the film to accomplish? Like, what what, yeah, what do you want to see happen for people? Yeah, honestly, that's. Honestly, create breakthrough. You know, I feel like it has the. I feel like it has the potential to reach out to someone who may be in that situation. And be hey, I, I can relate with him. I can relate with her. You know, I, um, I I've been going through the same process. I'm hoping that one it may be able to turn on a light bulb in someone's head and go, hey, this is exactly what I'm going through. This mm. is this is exactly the things I'm hearing, and kind of in a way help them identify who's actually who's at why they're hearing this stuff. You know, and be able to yeah, counteract that good. and go, no, you you have valuable and you don't need to, you don't need to do this to validate yourself. Wow. Um, you don't need to do this. You don't need to hurt yourself to validate your self-worth because your self-worth doesn't come from anything of the world. It comes from him. Yeah. Wow. So good. And so, yeah. And honestly, it's I feel like just opening the convert, just having that place of, again, creatively using that as a tool to open a conversation in settings where it can't, it doesn't, can't or doesn't, people don't want it to be bridged. It doesn't, it's because it's a difficult, things like that are difficult to talk about, you know? 
And just the fact that if, if that can open a, open the conversation to, okay, this is going on. What are we going to do about it? How are we going to change it? Yeah. How, are we gonna, how are we going to reach people struggling with this? And even the broader conversation, because this applies to every single thing in life, of yeah. what voice are you hearing? That's good. Yeah. What are you believing? What am I hearing? What am I playing over and over? What is my voice saying to myself that's exactly. not making me strong, bringing me strength, causing me to go off in life like a Roman candle. You know, yeah. we all have those things. So I so appreciate anything that brings that up and causes us to be aware that, wow, we are hearing something and it does cause us to behave in a particular way, yeah, you know? And, definitely. and of course the, the breakthrough is that when we hear the truth over and over, you're fearfully and wonderfully made. You're the apple of my eye. Every time you look at me, my knees get weak. You know, the Lord says yeah. that in Song of Solomon. Yeah. Every time you, I, my heart is ravished every time you glance my way. Yeah. And that, and when value starts to manifest in us because of the things that we're hearing, whoa. So I love anything yeah. that brings up the conversation, that brings awareness to there is something going on. We are hearing something. Yeah. yeah. And it is creating oh, yeah. an, an, a human oh, yeah. being. And yeah. it's controlling the way that we behave. So yeah. beautiful. Roger, wow. Look at you, man. You made a film. Okay, so Vimeo, can, can we just let people know on BA Chats? Or so, how can we? How so can we? I, I think what's going to happen is when, we, um, when this podcast is released, okay. um, Josh is going to post the link. Uh, to the video what yes. so you can watch it <laughs> yes yeah so we'll have that available to you so when this when the podcast goes live um which if you're listening to it it's live you'll be able to <laughs> click yeah. yeah you'll be able to click onto onto the link and um and watch it straight from here wow yeah isn't that great scars scars yes. roger sisk yeah. so tell us the name of all your people again too so yes. we can say good job you people yeah. so it's so the way we've kind of Officially branded it is it's Rogex Media and Right Time Productions. Rogex Media and what? Right Time Productions. Right, right time. time Productions. Rog, yeah. you're and all official. But and in stuff. the but in our our personal names, of course, it's me, Rog Roger Sisk, you know, and then Trinity Dobbs and Rachel Reagan. Rachel Reagan, Trinity wow. Dobbs, and Roger Sisk. Okay, well, this is not the only thing you're doing. No. Tell us about Bassam Connections. Yeah, so we're also um, producing a, a long-form interview series called ba uh, Bassam Connections. Essentially, what we've done is we've, um, April Healy, who's awesome, I love her heart for what she's doing in this. It's incredible. Um, essentially, what we've done is we've taken and done interviews with every staff member in school, whether they're head Blake the whole way down um, to revival group pastors and such. Um, so we've done multiple interviews with all of them, and we've been releasing two a week for the entire for the entire school year, and we will continue to release two a week for the remainder of the school year wow. um, of just... Um, people who are on staff just telling incredible stories of um, their testimonies and their breakthroughs and things that they the things that they hold and things that they can give away their encounters their experiences um, because we we all have something to share yeah you know? and so I feel like it's just such a creative and such a it's such a good way um, outside of the outside of what you guys were saying earlier of you see someone in church you say hi, have a 
three-minute conversation, you say hi, you know. This is a way that, in a practical sense, with the people in our community, we can have a longer-form conversation of, hey, this is what I've been, this is what I've walked through over the last 10 years. This is my history. This is what I'm, this is what I'm now walking in. This is how I'm hosting and stewarding this, you know. And they look so good. Roger, you guys have done so well. They're all shot by John, Jonathan Snyder, (coughs) who's who's also in our community, which is, I love him. He's such, such an awesome friend. And then I've been editing them all. And getting them up, yes. Yeah, so. You guys, and it has Josh has been producing those as well, correct? Yeah, so yes, he's the accredited producer on that project. Wow, you so, guys have done great. They're gorgeous. Kind of Kevin's was released not too long ago and got yeah. a great response, yeah, babe. It was, fun. It was yeah, so yeah. good. I super appreciated yeah. it. I enjoyed but, staring at your face for a few hours. She <laughs> <laughs> did. Kidding? I, I know. No, no, no. no. You're not. Kidding. I know you're not kidding. <laughs> Kevin and I have edited. We were when we moved here. We were editing. I was editing well, Rachel, quite a bit of film. That, let's get that one right. Rachel was editing. <laughs> I was the one standing behind her going, honey, you can do that tomorrow. Let's go. She's because like, no, just, just one more edit. Just one more edit. Is see, this true? See, no, th- this is something addi- that I've had to work on a boundary it's for an, me. It's an addiction. No, seriously, I call it a boundary because oh. <laughs> for me, because I'm so passionate about this kind of stuff that it's, I've had to learn how to work a boundary in myself at this certain time, I have to turn it off and move on. Oh, how'd you do it? It took God to help you the do big, that. Yeah, honestly, that's the only way I can explain it. It's oh. the only way I can explain it. Right. And you know, and there's you can go into yeah. one other co- creative conversation of not be of walking the balance of being emotionally attached, but not being emotionally attached to a project. Sure. But at the same time, um, at the same time, ha- having that. But at the same time, and it doesn't have to be perfect. You know, because I'm a very much of a, at least in a editing and a media standpoint, I'm very much of a everything has, it has to be perfect. Yeah. But I've kind of, and I feel like um, just all the things I've produced for the school and such over the last few years have really helped me with that as well sure. in the way of it doesn't have to be perfect. Good for you. Um, it doesn't. It these that are the would areas. That be a driving force. These are the areas I can comp. These are the areas I can compromise on, and these are the areas that I'm not willing to compromise Good for on. You. you know. Sure. Um, and just also, you know, protecting. Going back to you know, protecting your time. You know, of okay, I have this deadline, but at the same time, at this time of the day, I have to turn it off and do this. Good at this time you. of the day, I have to turn it off and go to bed. Gotcha. That's know? awesome because you, I will stay up to two o'clock in the morning. Oh. No, it's I used thing. to do that a lot. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. When it's photo editing time at our house. Mm-hmm. But you really do. You look at somebody's face or hear their voice and things they say over and over oh, and yeah. over. It almost makes it funny to see them in real life again where you're all, oh, look, there you are off there the you screen. Are. Oh, funny. Yeah. Look, you look the same kind of, yeah. but not really. I think this, this <laughs> week, actually, I was, um, edit, uh, was it this week or last week at school, actually, I was editing the the conversation we have with Martha Blanchard. Oh, nice. And the funny thing is that um, I had done that. They were going to have their break time, so I set it down for a moment and was going to walk out to go socialize with some people. And You are doing your boundary. And, Good job. And, there, and, there, and there's Martha just standing right there. I was like, yeah. 
<laughs> you're like, I know hey, I'll you. Just talk, I'll, just, I'll just listen to you. Like, I know you so well. I know everything about your face. <laughs> I know everything. It's a, one of my jokes is that it's like, hey, I just came from staring, front, hey, just came from staring at your face. <laughs> and I give it no context. Just say it. Just drop it like it's hot. Just drop it. I give it no context, you know, because I really thrive on creating awkward moments for others. <laughs> I do. Another one of your gifts. I have Thank stories you, about Roger. this. I have stories about this. <laughs> yeah. About being like, okay, I'm going to do everything I can to make this situation awkward for you. <laughs> And then walk away. Because <laughs> I don't feel awkward. Roger's like, how do you have a good yeah. time? Let I'm me kidding, tell I'm you. Kidding. I hope you have your camera ready to catch that awkward moment. And <laughs> the thing is, this is another thing, interesting thing, is that you learn, you learn who doesn't like to be shot and who does. And the people who don't like to be shot, you want to try and get more stuff of them. <laughs> Because you, you don't provoker. know when you're gonna, because you don't know when you're gonna be able to yeah. get a shot of them next. Roger poked the bear cisk. That's what they call I him. I snipe a lot of people off. <laughs> well, that's what we call it in video. Is when you when you say, um, is when you get a shot of somebody or something like, and you're kind of just like hiding in the background. They don't see you. I, I call it sniping people off because you know I'm in just in district because you know you you don't want to be noticed. You know, and it's kind of a, with this whole. Doing the things I've been doing with the school now, it's really interesting. Um, the journey I've been on there as well of, I've never been wanted to be, how do we do it tastefully in the way of, I've never wanted to be that person who something's happening in the spirit or something's ha something's happening in the room and, and you're having an encounter, say you're having an encounter and next thing you know, there's a camera right in your face. Oh, Roger, I appreciate that. That's you awesome. do very you know, well with this. You're I, very I've, discreet. I've been some. I've been to some places where they've they've had things happening in the room, or they've had some people. They've had people like having encounters, like on the floor or whatever, or something like that, or someone's or someone's being prayed for or something, you know. And before you know it, there's a cam there's a camera five feet away from their face, or Whoa. you know. And it's like, how is that? How is that not only one respecting their face, but at the same time respecting their moment, respecting their privacy? Respecting the Lord. Yeah. yeah. And so the first thing I always do is I always ask Holy Spirit, am I supposed to shoot this? Oh, that's really cool. And right. I never shoot anything without, unless I feel like he's, unless he, I never shoot anything unless I feel like he's told me it's okay. Roger, first. that's beautiful. That's awesome. And you know because what? I've passed up because as a videographer, like you want to create a good quote product, sure. you know, you want to create good content, you know, and you know, you know what will make good content. Sure. Uh, you know what you have kind of like a shot bucket list, you know, but there's been, there's been lots of, lots of chances and lots of opportunities. They have, I have, I have not shot anything when we've had crazy nights at school or whatever. Um, yeah, I, I've had moments where I've just walked away from situations and not shot anything because I don't feel like it's an appropriate moment or I don't feel like it's okay. That's awesome. Well, that's you really know? good. That's beautiful. Um, and honestly, now hearing you say that, I literally, I'm trying to pull up times where I've see, even seen you in the room. They are so few. I can just pull up once. That's it. Uh-oh. What time is it? Uh -oh. No, no, there is. It's not uh -oh. even an instance. I've just seen him <laughs> once with the camera up. Oh, but you were I in thought the sound you were going to drop it, it like it was hot coombs. No, it was, you were in the sound booth, and, and, and you were back away from everybody, and you were zooming in and trying to catch one thing. It, yeah. That's the only time I've ever ever seen you. You've done great, man. I yeah. appreciate you being so faithful to your conviction. You've really done it's, well. 
Yeah, and so just figuring that out, you know, hey, how, how, how do we do both? You know, how do we walk away with something that is really going to bless others and is really going to impact others and at the same time be a good quality product? But at the same time, how do we do it in a way that's watering and tasteful at the same time? Thanks, so Raj. Cool. Okay, so Bassam Connections, where yes. can people see those? Because they're yeah. public, correct? Yeah. Yes, they mm-hmm. are. They are public. So they are right now. We're putting them all onto Bethel Atlanta's Vimeo page. Okay. And they're also gonna. They're also now being posted on the brand new Bethel Atlanta YouTube page. You can go to what? Yep, Tell us about the Bethel, Bethel Atlanta, Atlanta YouTube page. Yeah. So that's brand. That's brand new via via Josh Marston Gill's been working on that for Josh, us. What? Yeah. Shut Josh, what? Shut the front door. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say something totally different. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for... <laughs> uh, well, you're... Just, you, you whatever. When did the YouTube page go up? So that... I That went up... Uh, to my knowledge, that went up today. <gasps> oh, yeah. well, hot Did dog. it really? Man, you guys are hearing about it first on BA Chats. Don't you yeah, forget. So that all the... We've done 24 episodes so far, okay. and they're all on there. And as we release new ones every... I believe it's Thursdays and Fridays. They'll be on there. They'll be on the... Bethel Atlanta Vimeo page, as well as the Bethel Atlanta YouTube page. Awesome. Yeah, and they'll be on the the school Facebook page as well. So, that's where they get posted. Yeah. Um, and then I, they may also be on the Bethel Atlanta Facebook page as well. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, well, we want to hear also about BA Chats. Yes. You've been producing this the entire time, which we've been at this for over a year now. Yep. We have. It doesn't feel like that long. It does not feel like that long. It really doesn't. It's we, we're in a good little habit, boys. It's a yeah. This is a it's a great one. Yeah, it's oh, a yeah. really great. I love habit. doing this. It's so much fun. What do you love about BA Chats? I love I love doing this because again, it's a platform where we can dive into a longer form format and really take the time to get to know people. Get the time. Get the time to get to know people, their stories, and their testimonies and the the value that's in that you know i feel like you guys do such a good job especially in the beginning just summing up the message of what this is because that can really be a loaded question of okay we're doing this thing and this is the heart behind it but to put to put a heart into words is really difficult and to find the wording behind that i feel like you guys have done just incredible job summarizing that um and just putting that out there you know thanks roger Roger. we appreciate that you've done an awesome job with all of the technical and the sound we really enjoy it you've been so much fun to work with it's 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 this actually has kind of been a little bit of a a dream of mine as well another one of those bucket list things as well you know it was a yeah um i actually just shared this with josh before you guys came in um but i I don't think i've actually shared this with anybody but essentially what happened was a few years ago (laughs) I think a few years ago, I was just like, oh, you know, it'd be really cool to, I've always been a huge fan of podcasts, and I was like, oh, this would, it'd be really awesome to start a podcast, and I can contact people here or there, you know, and from different places, different walks of life, and just get, essentially do exactly what we're doing now, of get their stories, get their testimonies, see what God's doing in their life, um, you know, and so I even went as far t- as to, I bought all the equipment, and I had I had everything I basically had everything ready, and I was. <laughs> but the one thing that held this. me back, okay, <laughs> the one thing that held me back was well, I don't have a, like who's gonna listen to this? 
Like, I don't have a pre-established platform like a church body or right. a fan base or whatever. Sure, sure. I don't have a... An audience. I don't. Yeah, I don't have an audience that's going to listen to this at first, you know? And so I just kind of held on to it, you know, my the gear set in my apartment for... A l- for a this little, gear that for, we yeah, use. This gear that you're talking into right now. Roger, you're joking. A while ago. Yeah. How do we not know this? I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, so Roger, you heard the Lord. Wow. So this all set in my apartment for a little while. And then, yeah. And then I, Josh told me the behind the scenes story about how this happened. Because I, I was thinking about that. that, that excuse me. <laughs> I was listening to that this afternoon. But how did we, like, how did we even start this? Because it just feels so normal now. Like we've almost been doing it for so long. It's like we've been doing it forever, you know? Gosh, it's like, how guys. did this even start? <laughs> wow, which just a little bit of the backstory. Josh and I worked together on staff at Bethel Atlanta, and Josh was helping me get something out of a shed one day. True story. And so we had to walk away all the way out. It's this far shed, the cement block shed. We had to story. walk all the way out there, and um, I just was asking questions about Josh. And he answered one question, and it was phenomenal. The second question, and he just keeps answering all these questions, telling me about his life and how he met Jesus and his beautiful testimony. And I was shocked. I was like, Josh, I had no idea. I know. I'm like, what? I was blown away the first time I ever heard his testimony. I was like, what? It is beautiful. And anyway, the whole time he's sharing his testimony, Josh's wheels are turning in his head. She's like, he was, he's thinking, well, she asked good questions. I know he's thinking something totally different while I'm thinking what in the world we've got to, I remember telling him, we've got to get your testimony out there. Who knows this? Like, who have you shared this with? And the whole time he's thinking, it's about to be you and it's about to be a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Who's thinking that? For real. (laughs) And I think later on, maybe it was a week later. I don't remember the timing. He would have to. He would have to remind me, but he was like, hey, want to do a podcast? We're <laughs> like, yes. But this is the first time that I've ever heard that you already had the equipment because yeah. that was a desire of your heart. Yeah, the gear we're still using now is I I had ready to do it. And I was like, I was like, hey, I have the gear. I have the know-how. Um, and Josh basically asked me, he was like, hey, he didn't know any of this. He was like, so do you know anything about producing podcasts? And I was like, Nuh-uh. actually... I have all the gear sitting at my house. Roger. You can set it up tomorrow and do it. So (laughs) in a very real sense, you were step one in this thing. I mean, it was his idea. In (laughs) a very real sense, you had a desire of your heart. You you laid the groundwork. You broke up the fallowed ground. However, the Bible says it in so many beautiful ways. He paid the price, baby. You literally paid the price. Literally. You bought all the equipment. (laughs) Then Josh had the idea and then asked us to do this. Yeah. Wow. Okay, so this speaks to me about the effortlessness of the Holy Spirit and how capable and wonderful he is. We don't even know this. We've been doing this for over a year. We just now found out. We just now found out. This is gorgeous. I guess to me, like, where all this comes came from doesn't matter. You know? Wow. It doesn't matter if the gear is technically mine or technically the churches or whatever. It doesn't matter. Because it's all his, you know? So it is. That's good perspective. But let, I think we should take a moment and just say, do it again, God. Yeah, do it again. Like that's with really good. what he did with us. Yeah. <laughs> Father, that's beautiful. Yeah. I mean, he laid this out. He's been thinking about this for a while, and we're just catching up with him, even though we're in the middle of it. This is great. Yeah. So he started a podcast from a conversation you had walking to a shed, and for you having a heart to just go buy the equipment and it someday dream to have a podcast. Yeah. And... Here we are. That's really wow. e- that's 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 a kind of an easy yoke and burden light. 
You know what I mean? Do you guys ever have that feeling with the Lord that every once in a while it's Christmas morning and he's a father and he's watching you open presents? Yeah. Do you ever have that feeling with him? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's yeah. Everyone's, it's definitely. It's not everyone's dreaming, well. uh, dreaming with him is a huge thing. You know? Yeah. So. It's often that I feel him. I look over and I feel like I see him and he's on the sofa going, she's opening it. She's opening it. Look. <laughs> she loves it. <laughs> this is one of those moments. Is, I do love it. Moment. Father, thanks. This yeah. was a good idea. It was a good idea. Wow. Well, Roger Sisk, we love you, man. Yeah, I, I love you even more, and we loved you already. But wow, this you you like made a way. You were, whoa, like the King of Glory coming through, making a way. Thanks, Rog. Yeah, thank you, thank you guys for all you do and everything. You know, it's this this wouldn't happen with you guys either. You know, yeah. you are you. I, I can only imagine what would happen if me and Josh had to host this thing. <laughs> It, it would not be half as good. Guys, I would still listen. I want you to know I would be your faithful friend <laughs> if it was you and Josh. Hey, the, the, hey, the, the, I was telling Josh, it's the advantage of having BHS is that I still get to produce a podcast, but I don't have to, I don't have to host it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was not looking forward to that part. Well, it works out well because do you want to produce it, Koontz? Uh, no. I love hosting. I'm glad it's, we're on this side. It's crazy how God just works it out again, you know, because with the, our, our group that produced this, short film it's like you know like we all are so the same but so but our knowledge set is so specific at the same time oh, wow. and so it's crazy how god brings together people groups of people um crazy how he brings together people of uh, our group and then the group that runs our av with the church and then our group that does the um the short films and the vi- that video stuff all that kind of stuff we have going to be having coming out soon and all he that. He just it's, works it it's out. It's crazy how it he just puts, it's, puts people together, you know? It's it's teamwork, you know? It's, yeah. Okay, very, very seriously, I really am feeling something on this. Let's, let's, can I do a thing, boys? Can I do a thing? Do it. Let's do release, thing. this sounds like providence to me, and I just, I mean, just really, I'm so happy always to just feel the presence of the Holy Spirit, but I can really feel him right now just in moving and wanting to do things providentially and wanting to, you know, he's planning all of the time and he's, we love it when a plan comes together because we're made in his image. Yeah. He loves it when a plan comes together. He loves it when he has been whispering in this person's ear and he's been dropping this in this person's heart. And then he brings this person over here with this gift and then that they, but they don't have this, but then he brings this other person that has that, but they don't, you know, and then everything comes together. That is his jam. He loves it. So let's, Mm -hmm. You guys want to just press into that with me yeah, and let's yeah, just release let's that and see what we see what we hear. But I just thank you, sir. We love you, sir. Thank you for what you do. You are more than enough. You are our more than enough. Mm-hmm. You are our Ephesians 320. You are wonderful. And I just release the power of what the Lord has done here to just he's been bringing things together. He has been working behind the scenes. He has been making plans, and it literally has caught us a year to it taken us a year to even catch up with his good plans. He's been thinking about it for forever. Yeah. So we just release that, and I just prophesy and I declare there are people right now that you're a part of something wonderful. You are a very needed, valuable part of something beautiful mm-hmm. that God wants to do on this earth. Yeah. And I just say, wind at your back. 
I just say the beautiful hand of a, of a loving father at your back that just puts you exactly where you're supposed to be. I speak for creativity. I release supernatural creativity yeah. in the hearts and the minds of, of the children of God. Creative ways to release goodness, creative ways to release beauty, creative ways to make things more wonderful than they were before you walked in the room in Jesus name. So, sir, we just, I just declare that right now, just providence, providence, providence. We receive it more and more um, for what the Lord is doing here. Jesus, we just say more. We love everything you want to do. And we say, yes, sir. And amen to it before we even know what it is knowing that you're good, and so it's good. So, sir, we love you. We love you. We love you guys hearing anything. Yeah, I was um, I just was seeing a, a gentleman um, uh, sitting down on the edge of your bed, and you literally, like, um, with your elbows on your knees, and you're literally your hands are in your hair, and you're literally, like, sque- uh, like in your head, and you're literally squeezing your hair like you're almost at your wits end. And, uh, and I felt like um, the, the Holy Spirit just came in the room, and is giving you a direction of of where to go and something to do, and it sounds awesome. it sounds a little um it it sounds it sounds a little um, unorthodox to you, um, but um, it's it's the presence of the Holy Spirit, and He's giving you He's giving you divine appointment and connection, and I just feel like I'm supposed to tell you to get your keys, get in your car, and go, um, and and you will. Um, yeah, you will, you will, you'll run into destiny that the entire way. So, um, so go ahead, just grab your keys, get in your car and go and go run into your destiny. Um, yeah, I felt that. And then the other thing I felt like I was hearing was, um, I, just to remind uh, people who are listening to the story of Pat Robertson, when he started CBN, <laughs> he literally moved to Virginia beach with $70 with, with in his $70 pocket, $70 in his pocket <laughs> and, um, created a worldwide, like, TV network. <laughs> That's changing the planet. That's changing the planet for Jesus. If if you ever turn tune in and listen, and so, um, it, you know, I what I wanted to just say with that is that little is much, when the Holy Spirit and and your brother Jesus and your Father God are in it, little is so much. So um, That's awesome. Yeah. So um, awesome. step. So I, so I get what I guess what I was hearing there is just step out. Um, there's, there's no reason to, uh, to be afraid, step out and trust him. He's, he's got you the entire way. I'm yeah. feeling yep. the hearts of people burning, burning just at Roger's testimony of just things coming together so quickly and that beautiful deadline and meeting a deadline of two weeks then four weeks and, and everybody having their own strength and it just came together and it's on his bucket list and I can just feel the hearts of people burning and you need to know that that is destiny. That's the Holy Spirit and that's for you. There is nothing that has been withheld from you. I love that scripture that says, if God gave his son, what in the world? He gave us everything that he had. Is there anything he's going to withhold? He doesn't withhold anything. So so do it again, God, over and over, this beautiful thing you've done in Roger's yeah. life. Yeah. Thank you, really sir. Good, and in and, and in our lives, what Definitely. you've done here, Father, thank Definitely. you. I would just say to anybody out there listening that's, you know, they're they're really I really feel like there's someone out there right now that's really feeling like they're hitting a they're they feel like they're hitting a creative block because they don't feel like it's their time yet. But I would just say stop struggling. Well that's good. <laughs> oh, that's a good stop struggling because it's it's super good. Don't read into this, but it's not your responsibility to make your dreams happen. Oh. 
Roger, that That's word his. was for me. It was Say for that, me, Roger. son. That's his. Say it. <laughs> it's awesome. You know, it's like good. it's at the end. At the end of the day, because it's all for, because it's all for his glory. It's his responsibility to make. It's it's his job to make it happen. <laughs> and really so, when, when don't don't try and do it out of your own strength, because like you said earlier, you know it's your his his burden. Is light, his yoke is easy, and his burden is light. And if you try and do that, if you try and do that thing by yourself, then it's gonna be hard. Because I know I've been there. Oh. I've been there when I've been trying to make things happen myself, and been trying to push for things and make certain things happen in life and all that, you know. But hey, it's when you when you release your power to let when you release your power to understand and let go, then that unlocks something supernatural about moving in power. Wow. Rod, say that again. That's so helpful. That really genuinely is helping me. Can you say that again? I don't know if I can. (laughs) (laughs) I just think... What do you say? say I don't know if I can say it again. (laughs) Skip back 15 seconds and listen to that again. (laughs) Right, right. No kidding. Lots of times when I say really... I feel like when I say really crazy... Say like really impactful things, like I can't repeat it. It just... It's well again. It's the benefit of a podcast. You can just yeah. go back fifteen Repeat seconds it. again. Yeah. Repeat. Just you were basically hit that when, fifteen seconds back. When you release the your your will to make it happen, that's yeah. when that's when the Holy Spirit can start making things happen yeah. for us. When we just yeah. release. Yeah, because we have we have to give him we have to give him from he God is a gentleman. You know, he's not going to push us hit push his way. Everything is a choice. He's not going to push his way into. Holy Spirit isn't going to just make things happen. Just he's not going to against gonna, our will. Yeah, yeah, he's not going to he's not going to go, "Oh, well, you made this decision, but I love you, so I'm going to make I'm going to over I'm going to make an executive decision and have you do this instead." No. He doesn't do that. Yeah. That would make him a terrible parent. There's it, not well, a parenting yeah. book in the world that tells oh, yeah. you to do that to your kids. And this is and you this could go into a longer conversation, but you know, that that's not free will either. Right. The whole the 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 aspect of the aspect the very nature of perfect lo- that of perfect love is free will mm-hmm. if free will did not if perfect free will did not exist there wouldn't be perfect love because there re- it's a result of each other because love is is yeah. so beautiful is anything outside of perfect love is manipulation it's true that's helpful roger yeah super yeah, good so. Wow. Uh, look at you blowing up BA chats. Roger Sisk, we love you. We appreciate yeah, you. Man. Thanks so much for everything you do. Genuinely, thank you. We you, do. Thank, you. Y- thank you. We've always it. understood that you were making this happen, but I have. D- I, this is the first time I'm understanding to the degree that you have made this happen. Thank you very yeah. much. We really appreciate you. Super appreciate thank it. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. Well, yeah. And you know what? Even if you're listening right now and any of those, um, any of those words, prophetic words that we just had or words of knowledge, um, were, were important to you we, or, or you really felt that resonate with you, we'd love to hear from you. You can email yeah. us at um, bachats at BethelAtlanta.com. We'd love to hear your stories. We, we're starting to get more testimonies in, and we want to keep sharing yeah. those. So um, bachats at BethelAtlanta.com. We would love to hear from you. And you guys remember the bottom line of everything that we're ever going to share, anything you're going to hear here really ends with this, that you're wildly valuable. You're wildly Good precious. And, and there's an so excellent, beautiful father that adores you and all things are possible. Yeah. 
So you just hear that in every single word that comes out of everybody's mouth that's ever here. You're you're precious and and he's powerful and we belong to him and you belong to him. And so we just bless you and we love you. Yeah. And you guys remember Jesus loves you. And we love you too. That's the haps.